It's an amazing blend of Cirque, comedy, music, magic, and a four-course uh, meal. It's a beautiful evening in a historic uh, Spiegel tent from Belgium uh, in a really unique and celebratory atmosphere. What does it mean to you bringing it to Chicago? I think it's wonderful to bring a show like this to Chicago because there's nothing else like it in town. Uh, it's a unique venue, both physically and in terms of its vibe. It has a sort of a blend of old European Moulin Rouge with a little bit of Las Vegas thrown in. Uh, it's really a throwback to when going out was going out, where you dressed up and you you really made a night of it, uh, and you just felt great being around other people and sharing, you know, sharing laughter together, sharing a, a tear or two together. Uh, it's just a beautiful experience, and I think Chicago is very ready to have it. I appreciate the fact, too, as a theater lover and a theater goer, and I think our community respects that you see Chicago as a town that loves our theater. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in Illinois. I, uh, for my first day of college, I've, uh, I, it was when I moved to Chicago, and I fell in love with the theater scene up here, and it's, I've made it my life. So I know how important the theater scene is to, to Chicagoans and how much they embrace it. I mean, look at our great, the great cultural institutions we have and how, how supported they are by the local community. Some people think of the theater as a, uh, as a tourist endeavor, but in Chicago, I really feel it is the people of Chicago who go out and support these institutions and go to these shows. So it's a beautiful market to be in for that reason. Klaus, tell us a little bit about this massive undertaking. You know, you started from, I guess, conception to uh, the tent and the specifics of the size and just what we can, when, when we step into this venue, we'll be stepping into, say, like a Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I mean, it's been a almost 10-year process of trying to bring Teatro Zanzani to Chicago, trying to find a space indoors. Uh, on the West Coast in Seattle and San Francisco, uh, it's very easy to erect a tent outdoors and be okay, but we live in Chicago, and we know that in February you will not want to be in a tent outdoors. So finding a space that could house uh, this beautiful Spiegel tent was the first challenge. But once this space was discovered, really unearthed here at the Cambria, uh, it became a it was became obvious that this is where we should have our home. So the next step was to put one of these beautiful Spiegel tents, the Spiegel tent Zazu, uh, into a couple of shipping containers and get it over here from Belgium. Uh, it was uh, then delivered in four thousand pieces up to the fourteenth floor, uh, and a team of specialists. Uh, a five-generation family of tent builders, of Spiegel tent builders, uh, flew in, and the four of them put that tent up in 48 hours uh, once the space was prepared for them. Actually, they can do it quicker if they have to, but, uh, you know, we let them take their time. Right, and there are elements <laughs> of this tent, too, that I heard are from the 1900s. I mean, yeah. portions of the tent are, are very old and historic. Yeah, a portion of the tent go back to 1915. All these tents, you know, have been around a very long time, and they all have their own personalities, their names. Ours is called the uh, Spiegeltent Zazu, uh, but there's also the Spiegeltent Moulin Rouge, the uh, Elegantique there, and they're all over the world, but primarily in Europe, obviously, because uh, that's their, their origin. And when the team left here from building our tent for us, they flew back, and the next day they had to take another tent to France, put it up, take it right back down, take it back to Belgium, put it up, and then a week later, take the same tent back and bring it to France. It's it's an incredible business. You know, these tents started as roving dance halls, as sort of party venues for towns. Uh, they even had to bury some of them during the Second World War because the uh, uh, the invading forces didn't like there to be places of public gathering that weren't controlled by them, and they were afraid the Spiegel tents would be destroyed, so they hid them and buried them so that they would survive the war. 
Oh my God! How incredible! Yeah, and that, we have a portion of that. Tag yeah, we right do here indeed. In Chicago. We do indeed. You were describing a little bit about. It's so hard to describe what we're going to be seeing when we enter the, uh, the theater. There's there's dinner. There's circus. There's acrobatics. Describe a little bit about how really you are immersed. You are part of the theater because you're just right in it. Absolutely. I think first of all, I think we're going to have a couple of gasp moments when you first arrive. The first will be you'll take a hotel elevator up to the 14th floor and you'll walk in a door. And suddenly you're in this four-story tall space, like that sort of, where did this come from? How is this, how did we not know this was here for so long? Uh, and then you'll be in this beautiful, elegant lobby, you'll have a drink, you'll socialize. And then when you walk into the tent, that's the second gasp. And I've watched this happen in Seattle. People will be led in by a, by a host and think they're just going into sort of a standard restaurant seating. And then suddenly they'll notice something out of their corner of their eye and they'll look up and they'll be like, oh my gosh, like where, where am I? Because it's so beautiful and it's so intimate and elegant uh, and so lush in a sort of, a, again, in sort of a throwback way. It's yeah. sort of lush fabrics and wood, dark wood and beautiful stained glass. And then as you sit down and are begin to be served your meal, the slow the show actually begins to slowly unfold around you. Uh, and unlike other venues where you might see a, a Cirque performer or, or magic or opera or comedy or the various elements that we have in the show, it's happening so close to you, around you, and directly above your head. I don't think I've ever appreciated Cirque more than I have at Zinzani. Uh, because it's literally right there, and you can see the flex of every muscle and the, you know every bit of effort that's going into doing these astonishing acts. Uh, and of course, you're eating a beautiful meal. And uh, I think uh, the most biggest surprise to me the first time I saw it was when it was over. I thought 45 minutes had elapsed, and I'd been in the tent for almost three hours. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. it's, so it's a little bit of everything. Absolutely. Prepare to be amazed. Exactly. And what do you want Chicago theater goers, people who come to Zenzan? What do you want them to take away? I want them to take away that they felt like they went to the greatest party they ever went to. <laughs> and I want them to come back because they want to feel like that again. About nine years ago, I sat down with Noam Langle, the founder of Teatro Zanzani. Uh, he was looking to find another city. At that time, they were in Seattle and San Francisco. Chicago came to mind. Uh, it's the only city that actually I was interested in developing. Uh, it's, as I'm sure many of your audience knows, it's the third largest the theater market in the world. New York, London, Chicago, you're in very good company. If you can describe this for someone who is unfamiliar with it, how would you describe it in maybe a sentence or two? Our goal was to bring magic and joy uh, to Chicago. Uh, Teatro Sinzani's been doing it for 20 years in the Seattle and then in the Bay Area San Francisco market. We, uh, we're going to transform you. Uh, we're going to leave you with joy in your heart. And it's going to be special. It's going to be different. And I have no fear of seemingly overhyping the experience. It's going to be great. It's something like we've never seen before, I think, in Chicago. And I'm in it. We're amphitheater goers here. Well, uh, the founder of Zanzani, Norm Langle, is actually from the area. His family still lives. Uh, somewhere between Milwaukee and Chicago, I'm not sure the exact... North side, town. we'll call it, yeah. Well, he lives up north a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he understands and loves uh, 
loves the culture of the area. Uh, we're not coming here to be slick Hollywood people. You can bring your kids here. You can bring your grandparents here. You could bring your date here. Uh, we will entertain you. Uh, you will you will be romanced, and uh, you're going to forget. You know, there could be a foot of snow outside. You will totally forget about it.